Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. This week, we are jumping into possibly my favorite topic of the podcast thus far titled Leaders versus Managers. I have been looking forward to this episode for quite some time. This week's interview is a very special one for me as as he's an individual who's made a huge impact on my life, and I certainly can't wait until Friday when we get to interview Matt Tremani, who will give us his insight on how to be a better leader, a manager. He'll dive into both of those topics as they kind of blend themselves together as well. But for now, Kevin, let's really jump into this topic. How are you, man? I am excellent, Jason. I'm glad you brought up Matt as our guest on Friday. And I want you to just tell everyone for just a second how you know Matt. Matt was my high school hockey coach um, when I started hockey, which was years and years before that and gone my way up through the Dayton Bombers youth hockey program, eventually got into high school where I played varsity hockey for four years. The program had only been established for three when I had gotten there. And Matt had been the coach um, since its inception. And so when I got there, you know, his leadership, the way he managed things within the team, you know, really, really hit home for me. Um, I was able to excel within the organization and the program. But some of the things that I learned from him while I was there have been a part of my life ever since. And so I owe him a gratitude uh, for what he did for me and, and so many things. I mean, you're a coach too, Kevin, you've had coaches, they make impacts in our lives, don't they? Absolutely. Now, Matt made from what I understand a, a pretty huge impact on you, not only from a leader standpoint, but correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but you were a pretty good hockey player, weren't you? I don't know how to answer that, Kevin. I felt like I was pretty good, you know, but you know that you that, know that, that, that question I'm, is better suited for for other eyes, people who watch I'm, me, I guess. I'm I'm trying I'm going to I'm putting you in the corner of making you tell everyone you know what I want you to say. I was in the words of Nick Saban, I was a high achiever in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> were were there records and awards for you there were there were kevin um there were and and you know what listen records and awards have all are are in place for people to beat out and they've all been since beat out by other players but at the time once upon a time yep that was a big deal and i know the awards and i know you're a very humble guy but but you know, I, I, what I think is really cool. And I think this shows the impact that a leader can have. And that this is why I brought it up is that here we are years later, you know, you're, you're, a, a, again, you are a humble guy and I'm sure you were humble then when you broke all these records and you won all these awards and here you are, you know, 20 years later, give or take, and you are, 
inviting the coach to come onto our podcast and talk about leadership at a high level because your respect for him, your admiration of him, and not only both of those things, but what he was able to get out of you to help you become the guy that you have become, which is a, a teacher and a leader and a great dad, which is also another form of being a teacher and a leader. And you know that these are things that you learn. And, and yes, you had other great leaders in your life and you had other great coaches and you got a great dad and all those things. Right. But he is equally instrumental in all this, which I just think is really, really cool. And if I, and again, if I can reiterate this for the listeners, I think that's cool because it just shows how important of a role, a really good leader or a really good manager can have for any person. And so hopefully the listeners who are here to create a winning mindset can start to adapt these next couple of episodes so that they can start to be really good leaders and really good managers. Right. That's why we're here. It's such a good point because no one in their right mind would be like, well, I'm going to go coach high school hockey for money because that's not there. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I know because I coached high school football for years and made yeah. next to zero money. <laughs> so you're, you're doing it for the right reasons, which is to make an impact on people's lives. And here we are. I'm, I'm an example of this where I had an individual in Matt Tremonti, who was my coach, and he made a huge impact. And here we are 20 years later and, and still the things that he taught me back then resonate in my life right now. So it's such a good point, man. You never know what opportunities you're going to have to be a leader, be a mentor, be a manager for someone and, and the impact that you can have on them then and later in life. Well, let's dive into it, buddy. Let's do it, man. So listen, leaders versus managers. Uh, some people will say they are the same some people say they are totally different, and some people say they are kind of intertwined. I, I believe the latter, Kevin. There are some distinct differences between the two, but I do believe they also share similarities that, if used correctly, give you the best of both worlds. So let me start with this. How many of you out there have a friend, a coworker, boss, or all of the above that you may think highly of who's considered a leader in what they do. Now, the question becomes, what makes them a leader? Is it their title or status? Or is it what they do for the company? Or is it what they do for the members of the company? For me, it kind of comes down to motivation, inspiration, and influence. And, and a manager is great at completing projects and getting tasks done, but a leader actually inspires. And I love that word, man, inspires. They inspire people to achieve their best. Leaders are constantly motivating people and trying to get the best out of them while managers sit back and complete paperwork. Now, I'm not saying that in a negative connotation. Projects, paperwork, and administrative duties are absolutely necessary but just because you carry the title of executive doesn't mean you are a leader. You know, Jason, I like to think that a leader is the inspirer, the the motivator, the the person who gets everyone moving towards a common goal 
or, or a vision. And I think that managers are the planners and the organizers and they, they control resources that are available to them. Yes, you can do both. I, I think a more apt question would be, should you try to do both? I try to lead and not manage. I, I believe that I can give vision and clarity to others and then get others to do the tasks needed to move us forward. I think that is part of what makes me an effective teacher. And I think it's part of what makes me an effective entrepreneur. And so I think, unfortunately, a lot of people do try to do both. And I don't know that it works out. I think it takes an extremely, extremely special person to kind of make it, make them both happen at the same time. Right. I think the example real quick, Kevin, would be, let's say you're a top executive, but maybe you don't have the personnel within your company for everyone to oversee all of the things within the company. Right. right? And so you have to be accountable to how money is spent, meaning like you have to manage that appropriately, but still lead the five people within your company for them to be the best that they can possibly be. So that's where I think there's some blend there between the two, but understanding your point is, yeah, if you're focusing on one, you're taking away from the other, but in some roles and some capacities, you have to do a little bit of both. And I think in like some instances where, you know, businesses and entrepreneurs where it's a smaller company, I think is kind of the example that we're, that we're playing with right now. I think that those entrepreneurs, if you're an entrepreneur out there listening, you should still be running your business with the mindset that you are trying to create new leaders and and, and to develop new managers, that you should actually inspire more motivation and more leadership out of your managers so that they can become the next group of leaders and then though that gr- new group of leaders can inspire a new group of managers and that's really the only way that you can get sustainable growth out of out of a company at least a company that didn't come up with some like brand new rocket ship or fan, you know whatever it is we're thinking of you know if you're if you've got a product and you're selling a product and you want to sell more of that product it's not as easy as just saying, well, let's put a new goal on it. And so, well, you know, last year we sold a hundred thousand of these and this year we want to sell 200,000 of these. That's not going to work. Um, that would, that's like rudderless leadership. But instead, if a leader can inspire five managers who managed the hundred thousand unit sales and that leader can create new, five new leaders instead of five new managers, and then those five new leaders can go out and they can find, they can create five new managers each. Now, all of a sudden your company has 25 capable managers, five leaders, right? And that's how you go to 200 or 500,000 units or a million units in sales. It's not going to right at 100,000 unit sales. It was one leader with five managers, but now you have executive leader, five leaders, 
25 managers. Now you can go to a million sales, you, you know, whatever it is. And to me, that's the way you grow an organization. That's the way and, and teams should work this way too. sports teams. To me, I believe sport team captains success on whether or not they were a good captain should not be counted in the season that they are the captain. It should be counted as the season after they have left the team and to see how the team performed the year after they weren't a captain anymore, because as a captain, your, your job should be to usher in the leadership that you believe is going to make the team and organization successful. And you should be bringing everyone along with you and teaching that leadership to everyone. And then when you are no longer there as the captain, the new captain or set of captains should be epitomizing what you taught them. And they should be doing the same thing with the next new generation of leaders to be captains. Right. And I think that's when, um, you see it. So I think a lot of people are captains or a lot of people are labeled leaders in the sports world when they're just the best player. And, you know, that, a lot of times I think in high school and college that doesn't exactly resonate with the hardest working player and not that the hardest working player has to be the captain either. Right. But there's, there should be some level of like blend there. I think between, um, you know, how you put yourself together and how you carry yourself to being, you know, and, and how that, comes off on like on the field success but ultimately you know that's what i think about leaders on the field sort of a thing yeah totally kevin and and here's i i know we're we're getting long and deep within this first episode here on leaders versus managers but if you're in the audience and you're listening to us hang with us for a few more minutes here because there's a couple of things that uh we want to wrap up part one here before we move on in the week and so you mentioned, Kevin, as an organization grows, you have leaders who are a leader then who trains other leaders who then train other leaders and managers. And it's kind of this this revolving cycle here, which is something you really want to be a part of in order to grow your organization. But I don't think you will grow a company to its full potential unless you have leaders and, and, and managers have subordinates and leaders have followers, right? And so if you have 100 subordinates, you're a manager and you have 100 subordinates, you're not going to grow your company because you have a hundred subordinates, but you will grow your company if you're a leader because you have a hundred followers who are ultimately going above and beyond for the company all because you've inspired them. And it isn't about power and control with leaders. Their titles may actually give them power and control, but ultimately that's how everyone around them acts and performs on whether that person uses the power and control. So I guess in summary here, it's if you're doing the correct things as a leader, a lot of times you may not even actually have to use your power and control to get people to do what you want them to do because you've been such an inspiration to them. And, and I think what leaders look for in each person is, is to bring, you know, bring focus to them and to the team. We all have strengths and weaknesses, but most people say we need to get better at our weaknesses. But in those moments, 
we are also taking time away from what we are best at. And I think leaders can identify the strengths of people and use them to a company or team's advantage. Once a leader has inspired that person to be better, a leader with managerial skills can now utilize that person to assist in completing projects, planning, organizing, and more. I think the key, though, is to get that person to understand what they can bring to the table, be a part of the team, and showcase what they can do. It's all about inspiration. And listen, we do have to wrap this thing up, Kev. So why don't you just go ahead and, and take it on home, man? Yeah, we'll do. No, what you just said is, is really good. And it is all about inspiration. And, and that's what it, you know, that's what the whole episode should be about. So as Jason said, that's going to conclude part one of leaders versus managers. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Remember every week we release three episodes on the topic of choice. So make sure you come back and join us for part two on Wednesday and part three on Friday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review our podcast as it helps get this podcast out to more people. And as always, if you are impacting or influencing one person a day, it is worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah, yeah.